0: Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and I'm glad you're listening. And Today, we have a very special treat for you. I have another guest on the show. She's special to the ministry here in Hastings. Her name is Vera Yanger. Say hi, Vera.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Why don't you share with them what you do for spiritual care? What's your role here with me? And...
1: All right. I am the Children's Ministry Director at Spiritual Care Consultants.
0: All right. Now you're kind of unique because um, when we were looking for someone to help take care of the kids, because our children's ministry was growing so fast. So if you're listening to Healing Begins, yes, you're gonna like this program because Vera comes from a different background than most of our team. I was praying for a social worker, and I was like, Lord, I need a, I need someone to help that really knows how to work with kids, because you know kids are going through a lot of troubles nowadays, and we're seeing that. And I thought the Lord was going to bring me someone from the local hospital nearby who was my friend, and I was trying to get that hospital system to share their social worker. But God had another thing in mind. So how did we meet, Vera?
1: So I was uh, helping out at a youth center, and you were looking for rooms. And so you came and visited and shared about what you'd like to do in that little town where we serve a school district. And I, I think I just knew I had been to the banquet that yeah. we have uh, every year. And I just, when I went to the banquet, I saw the testimonies. I saw the work that spiritual care was doing. And I just was intrigued. And I, I said to my husband that night, I said, that's what I want to do.
0: So uh, why don't you share with our listeners kind of where you grew up and what that was like.
1: Yeah. So um, I was born and I, was, and I grew up in Germany. Um, my parents were both uh, originally from Vietnam, and they came over to Germany in their youth and started their own family over there.
0: So what was it like growing up? I mean, we're really blessed here in America. I mean, I've been overseas to Costa Rica, Honduras, Mexico, and I've seen the mountains and poverty and what it was like growing up. and what was it like growing up for you as a child?
1: Um, you know, we had we had a good life. Um, of course, every family has a different Uh, Background and so my family, my my father actually was an engineer, but God called him to be a pastor. So when I was little, he uh, went into ministry, and um, there's a big difference between being an engineer and being a pastor when it comes to salary.
0: (laughs) Oh, huge difference!
1: So yeah, we um, we just relied on God's grace, and I remember oftentimes. We were three kids and later four kids growing up, and we we never lacked anything. But we sometimes we would need money, and my parents would pray for it, and we would pray together at devotion time in at night. And then suddenly somebody would drop off that amount that we needed in our mailbox, and we would open it up, and it was just God providing for us.
0: Oh, I think probably uh, during this time in which we live, there's a lot of people out there maybe listening going, hey, why don't you pray for me? I need some money. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's a lot of that out there right now. And don't let me forget. I think that would be, well, you know what? This is a show. We, We do things off the cuff. I'm not worried about, why don't you pray right now? I mean, this is a really good point. There's a lot of people right now that are stressed out about finances. They're just really stressed out. They don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn. Maybe they even wonder where, how am I going to make the rent? How am I going to make the car payment? They don't, they just don't have right now what they need. So why don't you lift up a prayer even right now for that?
1: Lord, we thank you for everyone who's listening right now. And we know that you are our God, you are Jehovah. Uh, Jaira, the one who provides. And we just pray this over all the listeners who need provision right now. You know what they need. You see their heart. You see their circumstances. And I pray blessing and provision over their lives and their families. And that you will show up and show that you hear them. And that it's only from you that they will see and they will glorify you. Because you care about everyone. And you want to give them what they need, and I pray that in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Was there, uh, growing up, were there any particular challenges that uh, stand out to you that your family faced that you had to pray through?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, several. You know, we grew up uh, in a Baptist church, but later, my mother got ill. She was diagnosed with hepatitis C. And, um, at some point, I remember that things just changed in in our family because somebody came and introduced us to the healing prayer, and that God is still a a God who heals now, not only in the Bible, but that he's still somebody who wants to heal us in the day that we live in. And so my mother even though she was diagnosed with hepatitis C and she had, Uh, medical treatment Um, she prayed for it and she received healing and we believe that she received healing through God so she got much better and that was just uh, the beginning of what I would uh, describe as um, an awakening that we had in Germany but um, in the church that my father was leading um, and I got to see God's power in a in a very strong way, um, and how He moved. and people just came to believe week after week. Um, so that's a very fond memory that I have of growing up, just even s- every week we had baptisms and people um just coming to the Lord and wanting to be baptized and church growing. And miracles happening.
0: I remember being in Toronto, Canada when the revival was going on in the 90s. And I was up on the balcony overseeing or overlooking about 1,500 people. And as I sat there, they all were praying, but they all were praying in a different language. Mm -hmm. Like, because there were like 20, 30 nations represented in that service and they they all were praying, and I remember shutting my eyes and hearing the prayers of the saints, but they were all different languages. It reminded me of the book of Revelation where there's a a sea of people, and there's a whole group of people, a multitude on the sea of glass from every tongue, tribe, and nation before the throne of God, and I just sat there listening to those prayers and really began to weep because it was amazing to, I've never experienced anything quite like that to be in a building with that many nations. I mean, the Koreans were there, the Japanese were there, Vietnam was represented, Germany was represented, all these nations in one place in a revival. That was my fond memory.
1: Yeah, I remember going to an event when uh, Pastor Yongi Cho from Korea came to visit Germany and we went to a conference and there were so many different na- uh, nationalities and nations and uh, you could just see a whole booth up on the top where people were translating the message and it was, yeah, it was a good time.
0: And for those of you that don't know, Yongi Cho just passed away recently. He pastored the largest church in the world in Korea, Full Gospel, about 500,000 members. And I had the privilege this past year of spending a whole week with Pastor Mike, his first cousin, and hearing all the stories about that church in Korea and Prayer Mountain and the move of God. That's really, if you want to know where my heart is, that, that is where my heart is, Vera. And God bringing you to spiritual care to be on our staff brought in that love and that passion for the move of God, and we're really praying for that for the Michigan area where this this show is going on. We want God to move, you know. We want God to heal people and transform lives. I mean, this is not about religion. This is about relationship. What are, what are some of the other fond memories? I love that memory you shared about. Cause that just brought back in me uh, that being in revival and just listening mm-hmm. I call it the sounds of revival and everybody's praying in other languages it's pretty cool
1: Yeah, I like that too I, we um, always went to conferences to build up our faith so we always had a good time at those conferences and God was moving and I remember one time where it was all about submitting to God and giving him everything like his apostles did in Acts. And um, I just remember how people brought everything they had. It wasn't just money, but they brought their watches, their jewelry, and there was a big table and a pile of stuff (laughs) on there. And they just wanted to give everything to God and was just a symbol of it. But I remember how God's presence was so strong. And you could just feel that people loved him so much, they just wanted to give everything they had to him.
0: Yeah, I remember being in the upper room. It was the name of a church up in the mountains in Costa Rica in the middle of nowhere. I get to this church called the upper room, and we walk in, and they say to me in Spanish, we come expecting. I'm like, oh, my goodness. They're they're looking for miracles. They're coming for God to move. And then we started worship, and the presence of God fell in that church. Wow, I think, Vera, I think today God wants to transform the church mm-hmm. in America. Yes. From dead religion to to being alive in the Holy Spirit. But what other fond memories? I love your fond memories. Share some more fond memories you have growing up.
1: Um, well, when we talk about miracles, you know, people just, it's hard for us to believe if we don't see. Correct. So one... One miracle that I loved watching was when um, some of the leaders or the pastors, whoever was praying for the sick, um, and people came and said um, that something was wrong with their foot or their leg, they would have them sit down and and see how if one foot was longer than the other. And a lot of times that was the case. So they had them sit straight, lean back, and they would pray, and you could see how their leg would grow out. And that's just one thing that was so fascinating to me to be able to see how that was happening
0: now some people probably would have a hard time believing that in in America now, i just want to say when i go overseas and come home there are times i don't know who to share with because literally when i've been overseas we've seen the miracles of jesus and you you want to share all that good stuff back here and people are like yeah right sure that ha- i'll give you a good example of this i went up i was with uh apostle fred Galker from holland he's a great guy and uh listened to him tell a story about being in the mountains of honduras and there was a little girl she hardly had no tongue in her mouth and they prayed in the beginning of service and by the end of service her tongue was grown out to full length and then he talked about praying for and i've met this lady i'm going to talk about praying for a lady that was dying she couldn't keep any food down and they prayed and after service they went and they served her food and she ate it and kept it down she's still alive today the lord healed her i remember meeting a guy he had his colon was full of cancer mm-hmm. we were in the mountains and we prayed for him it hurt even to touch his stomach that's how bad it was and when it went, when they went back or when we got the report when he went back to the doctor there was no cancer mm-hmm. so Seeing God move and and seeing God, you know, that's really what it's about. It's For those of you that are are listening and you're hurting, Jesus loves you. And uh, we should lift up another prayer, if you would, Vera, about that God's healing presence would touch those that are listening right now.
1: Yes. Lord, we thank you that you are a healer and that you heal everyone who you know, is sick and who desires and who has faith in, in healing for their lives, for their loved ones, we just ask that you would move in a powerful way that they will know that you are still the same God who was in the Old Testament and the New Testament and Acts and that you're still the same today. I ask that you will heal people who hear this and pr- hear their prayers. In your name, Lord, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. I believe God wants to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry now and not just have one big guy in the stage preaching, but have many people that are equipped. But if you're hurting out there, you know, I pray that the presence of God, if you're driving in your car or in your house, or I don't know where you're at, maybe you're on the job working somewhere and you've tuned in, and uh, I just pray that wherever you're at, that the presence of Jesus would just really touch your heart and life and that you would know how much he loves you in Jesus' name. Any other fond
1: memories? <laughs> I love. Many.
0: <laughs> By the way, uh, this is unplanned, so we have no script, and so we're just talking. Pick out another fond memory. I think people like to hear fun stuff. I, I'll i share one, and you can think of sure. one. So in, in the first church I pastored, we had a lady who was... Uh, I gosh, she had to be in her 70s. And uh, 70, yeah, in her 70s. And uh, one leg was an inch and a half shorter than the other. And uh, she's quite frail, actually. And uh, she came forward during an anointing service for prayer. By the way, this was not a Pentecostal church I was in, I was pastoring in a non Pentecostal church. But I believed in anointing with oil and prayer. And so when she came up, We anointed her with oil and prayer, and I remember watching her fall to the ground. But then we watched a very amazing sight in front of our eyes. As we heard, crack, snap, crack, snap, crack, snap, as her leg totally adjusted, and both of them became the same length. And then once she came out of this and stood back up, she said that when we prayed, Jesus stuck his hand out to her and said, I won't hurt you, you're gonna be okay. And the Lord actually totally adjusted her spine and took away a problem that she was having in her hips. Mm-hmm. I never will forget watching her lay on the floor, get a Jesus adjustment, I would call it, with no one or with no one, no one praying over her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people have a hard time believing in Jesus because they think, well, he's just a man out of the Bible, or yeah, well, he was a good prophet. Or maybe this is where we need to go in this interview. Or maybe that maybe you're out there and you just have a hard time with the whole Jesus thing. You don't know what to do, and that's why I believe that the miracles are so important. Jesus said, "If you don't believe in me, at least believe in the miracles I do." Would you agree with that, Vera?
1: Yes, but I feel like if you believe without seeing miracles, then then that's even stronger faith.
0: Well, I would agree, because blessed are those who be, who believe and haven't seen. The Bible says that, but if you grow up in the church your whole life, you've heard about Jesus, you've listened about Jesus, but you've never seen Jesus really move in power, then that's a part that's missing, but I believe God wants to bring that back too. Yes. You know, and... Anything else coming to your mind?
1: I stra—I I, I just think there's a strong desire for everyone when we see kids at the office, and there's just a longing for them to learn more about God, but to learn more about His supernatural power, because people want to see that they want to see that God is still in, somebody who works, who um, demonstrates His power, and who heals the broken. Who changes lives, so a lot of times, I just pray that the kids that we meet will have a God encounter, just like Paul did mm.
0: no and i and I believe that's another reason why some of the children are turning to witchcraft and some of the other things because they're looking for something yes, that they're not finding,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um yeah, so I. I think there's a great, uh, there's a place for, and you don't have to just pray for people in church. I mean, I've, I remember I was in the line at Walmart and, uh, there was a lady I had, there were three older ladies ahead of me. And I said to the one, I really felt the one needed a, a healing or something. And she goes, yeah, I can't hardly lift anything with my right arm. So she's, I said, can I pray? And she goes, sure, go ahead, pray. So we prayed. And then they're jabbering on in the line and they're getting ready to put things on the belt. And she reaches down to the right arm and picks something up heavy and puts it on the right, on the belt. And she goes, oh my gosh, what happened to my right arm? I, I could pick something up. And the lady ahead of her goes, well, my husband has cancer. Will you pray for him right now? So we had a prayer line at Walmart wow. in the checkout line. So it can happen right here in Walmart checkout line. Now this is not an advertisement uh, for Walmart. But, uh, you know, we serve an amazing Jesus. He's not just the Jesus of the Bible. He's alive and well, resurrected, sitting at the right hand of the Father. Jesus is not dead. He's alive. And uh, he's amazing, right?
1: Amen to that.
0: Anything else you'd like to share?
1: Well, I could remember another... um, Another thing that happened when we were young is protection that uh, oh, yes. I was able to witness. You know, just like we have a lot of snow here in Michigan, we do have a lot of snow in Germany during winter time. And I remember when we were driving one time, and it was very slippery. And if there wouldn't have been an angel, I can't explain it otherwise, that we would have been in a bad crash. Mm. So I just remember how we would taken an exit, and you know, Germany is uh, well known for the autobahn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we're trying to get out of it, and in that turn, it was so slippery, and you know, probably my dad was probably going too fast, but instead of crashing, if it, it was like something was between the car and, uh, w- yeah, wherever we would have landed. So, I'm just... Yeah, amazed by how much protection I've had in my childhood because God is there, and He hears us, and He protects us.
0: Well, as we wind up this program, why I'd like you to pray for people that maybe are, are struggling with their faith. Mm-hmm. Could you do that?
1: Yes, of course. Lord, I thank you for everybody who was listening to us today, and we just ask that you bless people who are struggling right now with believing in you and your goodness. I ask that you heal their hearts, that you speak to them, that you encounter them, that they will just know without a doubt that that you love them so much and that you have a good life for them, that you have a future and hope for their life. In your name, I pray. Amen, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord, that you're still a God that heals, who answers prayer. And I pray right now for those that are listening today that need a touch from heaven in their body lord or in order and i pray for that healing i pray for the healing of people that are sick in their body but i also pray for people that are struggling with mental health issues lord that you would bring your peace because lord you are the prince of peace and i pray that you would begin to heal people spirit soul and body lord where there's confusion bring your peace and when where there's stress, bring peace. And anxiety, bring peace. And where there's depression, bring your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I want to thank you for joining us today for Healing Begins. We're really glad that you're, you've listened to this broadcast. I pray that it's been a uh, real blessing to you. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings, Michigan, Dr. Troy's an amazing doctor. He's our partner. And we're so glad that God is alive and well on planet Earth. And I want to leave you with this thought as I wind up. I want you to know that no matter where you're at and no matter what you've done, that God loves you and he has a plan for your life. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office in Hastings, Michigan. And that doctor's office is Family Tree Medical and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson, a family physician. There are many people that are in need out there today. All of our services are free to the public on the healing center side of it. Dr. Carlson, you have to apply to be in his practice. But I'd love to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com and gail is spelled G-A-L-E. And I'd love for you to learn more about us by going to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com or www.scchealingbegins.com. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your prayers. May God richly bless you.